Season's about to wind down. Let's look ahead at the college prospects. You are locked on Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I am your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Ken's Vice San Antonio. Yeah, glad to have you back. Hopefully everybody is surviving the end of this Spurs season. Uh, yeah, it's been a lean season. Nevertheless, you know, it's winding down. So hang on in there. Just a few more games left. And then the real season begins. That is the offseason slash the NBA draft lottery. And, of course, the draft for your Spurs. That's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to bring in our guest, Jack Thompson with San Antonio Sports Star, my go-to guy for all things college prospects right here on Locked On Spurs. I can discuss Wimbayana. We're going to discuss any latest movement within the mocks, who's been moving up, who's been moving down, and then get into some Brandon Miller talk. Yeah, that topic. Thanks for making Locked On Spurs your first listen each and every day. We are free and available wherever we get podcasts. Going to bring him on. He is Jack Thompson with San Antonio Sports Star, co-host of the Saturday Morning Hangover. Jack, welcome back. What up, Jeff? How you doing? Man, I know you're getting ready. It's a few more months, man, and it's going to be a college prospect draft season. This is your time to shine. Oh, yeah, most definitely. My you're, time you're of like, the year. Yeah, you're, you're like built for this, man. Like, there's oh, no yeah. pro- prospect out there that you do not know about. I've heard you on uh, – the uh, Saturday morning, just talking about players. I'm like, I ain't even heard of this guy. And like, how does Jack come find these guys in the college draft? You're like, oh, this guy's a prospect. This guy's a prospect. You, you basically, Jack knows everything when it comes to college ball and prospects. But Jack, let's go ahead and dive into it. Let's look at the latest mocks. It looks like everything's still holding steady. Uh, Wemby number one, uh, of course, Scoot number two. That's holding firm, but any any risers, anybody who's falling, uh, what are the latest mocks looking like? I mean, it's still pretty much the same across the board. Uh, at three, you kind of pick and choose. There's, you know, the Thompson twins. There's still Brandon Miller hanging around there. There's some guards that, you know, Maybe could jump in Keontae George, Anthony Black, even though he just had a really bad showing. Uh, there's a guard out of Indiana named Jalen Hood Shafino, who has really been catapulting up guard uh, up uh, draft boards lately. But it usually, you know, it, it stands pretty solid with Wimby Scoot, and then one of the Thompson twins or Brandon Miller, right, right there at three. You know, I asked this on um, social media the other day. I'm gonna get your thoughts on this. Would it be labeled catastrophic for the Spurs if they don't pick number one or number two? I wouldn't say that it's catastrophic because you know there's still there's really really good talent behind them. It's just we're seeing uh, Scoot and Wimby already playing against you know professionals playing Mm -hmm. against grown men who you know have nba bodies maybe not nba talent and skill but you know nba bodies and athleticism so i think that just kind of boosts those players stock a little bit Mm -hmm. but i would say you know with the thompson twins brandon miller cam whitmore out of villanova keontae george Nick Smith, Anthony Black, like all those guys are just an 
a small notch below, I think, Scoot and Wimby when it comes to talent level. And I think they could be showing out the same way that those two players are. They just, you know, all of those guys just chose the college route. So right. that ends up being a little bit of a detriment to them because mm-hmm. we're not seeing them, like I say, play against the grown men. But I would not say it's catastrophic, no. Yeah, yeah. It's been a mixed reaction from the Spurs fan base. There are some saying that, yeah, it would be you know, catastrophic, horrific if they don't land number one or number two. Uh, many of those, I get your thoughts on this right now, believe that after two, there's a significant drop-off in talent. In other words, Wimby Scoot make more of a faster impact on your franchise versus three down. Is that true? Um, I wouldn't say it's true, but not in the sense that there's a huge gap in talent. I would say, like, uh, comes like I said before, like Scoot and Wimby are are already pros. They're already ahead of the learning curve. They've you know, they travel for every game with the team on the bus. Like it's they're just already in that pro level mindset to where mm-hmm. these other kids, you know, yeah, they're traveling, but when they're not during the week, they're going to class and they're studying mm-hmm. and they can't hyper focus on being a professional basketball player at this time. So there is a definite gap, but I don't think the talent gap is as wide as people make it out to be. Okay, we know the obvious. We know it's Wimby and Scoot. We get that. Okay, I think that's well known. There should be no surprises come draft day. But who do you think, I mean, is it is it kind of win, 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 win at number three? You pick a Thompson guy, great. You pick Miller, great. You pick Cam, great. I mean, is there a kind of a strong leading candidate for that three spot? I saw, you know, I thought it was Brandon Miller. He was having an insane freshman campaign at Alabama, putting up just ridiculous numbers to where if he and Scoot switch places, maybe Brandon Miller at 6'9 and being able to shoot the three like he can and all that has a chance at number one over Wimby. So Mm -hmm. I would have, you know, two weeks ago, I would have said it's absolutely Brandon Miller, but it's hard to say that now with all the controversy swirling around him. Right. The Thompson twins are very intriguing prospects, both six, seven kind of combos, point guard, shooting guard type players. And both are just hyper athletic. They're as mm-hmm. athletic a player as we've seen in the draft. And I don't know how long I can, they're just, these guys are insanely athletic and that's beyond their jumping ability. They're, mm-hmm. Speed and quickness is just off the charts at six seven. So, you know, those two could very well come in and wreck the league at, at with their positional right. size and athleticism at the mm-hmm. point guard. So, it's it's kind of hard to say. It's kind of where your how your team is built and what you need because then mm-hmm. you you look at Cam Whitmore. He's a lot like Brandon Miller, but he's built like a tank. He's you yeah. know, a little bit smaller, but he's built like LeBron the dude's super thick also mm-hmm. hyper athletic can shoot the three so it's really just kind of a pick your poison type thing I'm not sure that there's really one person that that sets themselves apart out of that group 
you you mentioned this a little while ago. You were speaking to generalities that you could have seen a guard, and there's a guard out of this kind, and this camp, this and this college, and this, that. Is it is it a very guard heavy draft? Is that what we're looking oh, yeah. at? Yeah, okay. I would say the the lottery and uh is very very guard heavy. There's probably I mean you go Scoot, the Thompson twins, Keontae George, Anthony Black, Nick Smith. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's already seven guards right there without even me having to think much harder about it that are going to be mm-hmm. right in the lottery. So, yeah, it's it's a it's a guard ridden draft for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at this rate and at this recording, it looks like the Spurs should land one of the three worst uh, records in the league. And we got to make this very clear, Jack. I think some Spurs fans get a little confused. Uh, they think they Spurs have to have the worst record in the league. No, they don't. They're just going to have one of the three worst records. Yeah, uh, yeah the but, bottom three all yeah. get 14% chance. Right. Um, so I, I guess I guess it's safe to say it's it's not completely doom and gloom if the Spurs don't get in one or two, correct? No, it's, it's not doom and gloom. We still get, you know, every year there are players that are drafted that aren't wanted to that, you know, Look at James Wiseman. He was one, and he's you know can barely find minutes on the Pistons. Yeah. So one is not always the best player. It's you mm-hmm. know the guy that you think has the highest upside, not necessarily the guy who is the best player at this very moment. Right. So there are definitely all stars and you know all NBA types to be found after one and two, and there are definitely those players in that draft in this draft. He is Jack Thompson with San Antonio Sports Star, co-host of the Saturday Morning Hangover. Make sure to follow him on Twitter at Jack underscore Thompson 33. When we get back, we're going to talk about Wimbanyana and a, a debate uh, the Spurs recently, well, Spurs fans that has had on social media about his frame. We're going to get Jack's thought on that. But I want to talk to you about Built Bar. If you're looking for a delicious treat, you don't want all of the fat and calories, then you got to try a Built Bar. Just got through the holidays. I know if your goal is to eat a little healthier this year, Built can help you accomplish those goals. You don't have to compromise taste, and that's the one thing they got going. You got to try a Built because it's healthy and it's actually tasty. They're so delicious, you wouldn't even think they're good for you, perfect for your New Year's resolution. So it makes Built Bars so good. Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. Unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, coconut almond. I don't know how they do it. Built does it. These bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining great macros. 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, a whopping 17 grams of protein. And you don't have to wait around anymore. Look, I know for years, Built has been asking you to go to Built.com. You can still go there. But now you can go to your local Walmart and Sam's Club to get yourself a box of Built Bars. At Walmart, you just got to go to your pharmacy section, grab yourself a box of Built Bars. It's a four-bar box that includes cookies and cream, double chocolate, coconut puffs, If you're close to a Sam's Club, they have a 13-bar box with hit flavors such as brownie batter and churro. You can thank me later. We're back right here on Lockdown Spurs with Jack Thompson, co-host of the Saturday Morning Hangover and my go-to guy for everything college prospects as the NBA draft lottery is fast approaching and your Spurs are in the tank. It's Jack. Are you, are you loving this tank right now? Are you loving Look at Devin. Jill's taking his time to come back. Trey Jones, they'll take your time, Trey. You're loving this, aren't you? Oh, yeah. I mean, I 
I've been a proponent of the tank for years. So to see us finally, you know, diving headfirst into it and going all the way in, I've been all about it all year. And of course, you know, it, it, it sucks as a Spurs fan to see us so bad, but you just got to keep the vision of what could be if this whole plan works out in a few seasons. So just got to ride the wave and find the silver linings and, you know, just continue to hope that while we are doing the tank correctly now, that once this is complete, the rebuilding process will be, uh, you know, we move in the right direction through that. But right Right. now everything's going to plan. Yes. Well, if everything does go to plan, then hopefully, crossy fingers, the basketball guys smile on the Spurs and they get the number one pick. And likely that will be Victor Wembanyama out of France. Uh, you know, we get it, Jack. The guy is just, uh, I mean, wow. You know, uh, shoots he's an three. alien. He's an alien. Yeah, sh- shoots threes like nothing, block shots, you know, domino, just a rim protector, otherworldly. You know, can score with a low post with fluid motions, not cumbersome. He's not plotting. He's just very, very liquid, very smooth. He has it all defensively and offensively. We get that. But there was a recent video, Jack, that surfaced. Yeah, I saw it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the video surfaced and it was posted online of Wimbayana trying to defend a bigger guy in the paint and the bigger guy. Pretty much backed him down like nothing and just dunked one on him. That got some, not all, some Spurs fans a little like, hey, wait a minute here. This guy going to get bodied? This is an 18-year-old kid who looks like a stick out there. And could a guy like a Joel Embiid, a, a Joker, you know, a cat, just wreck, wreck on him and make him, you know, that's his biggest weakness. It's just that he is so slight of frame. Should Spurs fans be worried about that if the Spurs get the opportunity to select him? Um, I mean, it's not. I wouldn't say it's really something to be worried about for two reasons. One of which is, of course, that's absolutely going to happen. But that's happened to every rookie prospect to ever enter the league. You come in and suddenly, yes, you're playing against Embiid and Jokic the two best big men in the entire world, and you're 19 years old. You're going to get embarrassed, and it's going to be a lot of bad. But it's also going to be a lot of good and a lot of learning. So, yes, that's going to happen if we get Wimby. But two, Wimby's not an NBA center. I don't think he's going to be playing center. I think he's going to be playing power forward and spend a lot of his time defending on the wing, and his defense will come from the help side, a lot like Giannis does, in which he won Defensive Player of the Year. So, yes, there's concern about his slight frame, but he's a kid. He's going to have all the chance in the world to grow his body, build up a lot of muscle, and, you know, take care of that weakness. But two, I don't think he's going to be in that position guarding those players Mm one-on-one for a long time I think initially in the league he'll be a four and maybe if his frame builds out to what happened to Giannis maybe he turns into a five but I think initially and maybe for the whole you know duration of his career I think his true position is at that four spot well, you know there was an article that ESPN released that his camp is openly admitting that they're not getting him in the weight room 
Like they don't want to add more heaviness to him because of what big men go through is the foot issues. Look at Chet Holmgren. Mm-hmm. Good or bad move, considering he's about to play against men um, in just in months after the lottery. I would say uh, good move for right now. He, you know, still has a kid's body. There's still it's still developing day to day, and of course, right now you're not trying to do anything at all that could hurt his draft. You know, prospects at number one, but. Long term, I think, you know, he I don't know if he's ever going to fill out to be like how Giannis did. Mm-hmm. But you turn and you look at Kevin Durant. He's super slight of frame as well, but he has built muscle in the right ways to where it has not been a detriment to his athletic ability mm-hmm. and his quickness while still being seven feet. So I think. There will be ways for him to build muscle without the risk of, you know, tacking too much on to where it can potentially hurt his body. But he's definitely, I mean, with, you know, time and maturation as a man, that muscle will just grow uh, automatically. But there, he will have to, once he enters the league, get into weight room in some aspect to, you know, you, mm-hmm. you you got to build muscle. It's just, you know, part of the game. You know, he's going to have a target on his back when he wants to step oh, foot yeah. on an NBA game. I mean, everybody's going to go at him. John oh, yeah. Moran's going to want to try to get one on him. Joel Embiid is going to throw that big body at him. Joker's going to want to try to clown him in the paint. I mean, I mean, yeah, do, do you suspect that that's where you're, that's probably going to be one of the bigger storylines in his rookie season, wherever he lands with, you know, like, look at this kid, you know, he's getting clowned out there. But I yeah. think, He'll be doing some clowning back, though, because despite yeah. getting dunked on in that Euro game, he put up good numbers, though. He had like six, five, six blocks. He had a double-figure scoring. He held his own. But, I mean, it's like you mentioned. you know, It's not like everybody's immune to getting dunked on or backed up. And Tim Duncan is a Duncan. It happened to Robinson. It's happened to Kawhi. Everybody. Yeah, every player in the league. If you play any sort of defense in the NBA, you're going to get embarrassed because I would say 99% of the league is offensive minded and they are better on offense than defense. So if you're, Mm -hmm. if you're playing defense, part of playing defense and selling out as a player is you're going to get embarrassed. You're going to get crossed. You're going to get dunked on. That's just part of the game. And you have to have the ego and the mindset to be like, yes, that's part of the game. I'm not scared of that happening to me because the next time it happens, I'm going to go up and get the block. You're not going to dunk on me every time. You're mm-hmm. not going to cross me over every time. So, yeah, you just got to have the mindset to be able to shake that off when it happens. But every player who's ever come into the league and has some sort of defensive mindset has been embarrassed. So yeah. it's not a big deal. But Wimby is coming into the league with a massive target on his back. I mean, yeah, it, he's being called it, the greatest prospect of all time the best basketball player to not play in the NBA. He's going to come in and guys are going to take it at him for sure. Yeah. Because that's oh, going to be sure. an automatic sports center highlight. Everyone's mm-hmm. going to see it. It's going to fly across the internet. So everyone is going to go at Wimby, no matter where he yeah. lands, what position he plays. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm with you. You know, I don't, I don't see it as an issue considering what well, his frame that is. 
considering, you know, the way the NBA is played, the style right now is very free flowing, very downhill, you know, open scoring. I and mean, look at Dame. He dropped what, 71 the other night? Yeah, 71 um, so, last night. Yeah, yeah, a couple nights ago. Yeah, but still, I, I think, and then the lax defense. I mean, would you consider the, today's NBA physical? I guess maybe to a certain degree, you know, but not. 90s, 80s style, early 2000s style physicality, you know, where you had behemoths like Shaq and, and Duncan, you know, in that paint. So, yeah, I mean, it's interesting to see. But yeah, I think nat- I think naturally his body will fill out. He's still a teenager. It'll come, and I think he will definitely adjust. But I definitely expect him to give some medicine back as well. Oh, I mean, yeah. Considering yeah. his skill and, yeah, it, it, he's just ridiculous. But when we get back with Jack Thompson of San Antonio Sports Star. We're going to be discussing the latest on the Brandon Miller situation and if the Spurs should select him if for some reason they fall out of the top two uh, spots in the NBA draft lottery. But before we do that, I want to talk to you about LinkedIn Talent Solutions. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. you got to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you got to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. You can add your own job with like a purple hashtag hiring frame uh, on your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions, it all makes it easy for you to focus on the candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus the leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash MBA. That's linkedin.com slash MBA. Post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. We're back with Jack Thompson. He's with San Antonio Sportster and the co-host of the Saturday Morning Hangover. Follow him on Twitter at Jack underscore Thompson 33. By the way, your dad did a bang-up job on Lockdown Spurs the other week. Good he job. He did. He did. Yeah, he had, a, he had a lot of good feedback. A lot of fans were uh, appreciating him taking time to come out of Lockdown Spurs. Uh, and you were right. because, And I told your dad this on the show. I said, I did that. I didn't believe you. I, I was like, I, I said, I said, uh, I said, Rob, I said, your son told me that he wanted to come on, but I didn't believe. And, and it's not because I did not not believe you. It was just your dad's running a freaking radio station, you know? <laughs> <laughs> he's you know he's gonna carve out a little bit of time but no he was he was like no jeff because i wanted to come on i said all right perfect and then i warned him i said now you're on the wheelhouse you're, it's yeah. over now rob you know you're gonna be coming on a little bit more often now but uh, it was all good you want to check that out make sure you go to go to locked on spurs on youtube you can't miss it it's right there it already says rob thompson but let's continue talking with jack thompson right here so jack uh brendan miller I think by now everybody knows the situation. You know, the, there was a murder. Um, he didn't commit the murder, but there was a supposedly a text where the alleged murderer asked Brandon Miller to bring him his gun that he left in his car, and now it's all a mess. And recently, during a pregame, you know, introductions, you know, he made a very uh, poor choice and getting patted down by a teammate. And coach spoke out on that. Basically, it's just a mess, Jack. It, 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 you know, he hasn't been accused of anything. I don't think, I think the word is the police are not investigating him. He's not a suspect. So there it is. You know, make that very clear. We're not accusing him of anything here on lockdown Spurs, but we see NBA teams really take stuff like that seriously. Look at DeJounte Murray. He's been on record many times to say that 
NBA teams looked into his past and found out that gang uh, situation that he had early in his uh, his life. And he's a big reason why he dropped all the way down to the late first round. I guess that's a two-part question for you, Jack. Uh, should the Spurs take a swing on him if they fall out of the top two and he's there at three? Uh, or should they pass based on this situation that he's going through? Man, it, it's it's hard to say right now because obviously you look back a couple months and the Spurs just lost out on Josh Primo, who was, you know, a lottery pick, went to Alabama. It's hard to see the Spurs organization going down the same road twice. It's hard for me to say, like, they have would have no problem with picking him because of what just happened. But it, the good news is, the time between now and the draft, there will be plenty of time for the law enforcement to vet out if what if the role that Brandon Miller played in this whole situation is indeed, you know, criminal and, you know, what he mm-hmm. did. I think all of that will absolutely be sorted out and charges will be thrown around and indictments and all that will have happened prior to the draft and if Brandon Miller makes it through all that unscathed with his name in it as intact as it could be I think you know it's hard not to look at this kid and not want to take him I mean Mm. the night after all of that came out about him and you know he had the entire country talking about you need to sit this kid this kid needs to not play anymore. He's a criminal. He's a murderer. Like all this stuff being thrown at him. He goes out and he drops 41 points and hits a game winner. Like that is stone cold right there. Mm-hmm. That is, that tells you right there, like this kid's built for the moment. Nothing's going to phase him. And like he is. You know, he's all-star potential. This kid is baby Paul George. I mean, he's 6'9", right. can do everything on the court, hits threes with the best of them. Like, this kid has all-star potential written all over him. And if he's in your lap at three, it's hard not to say, like, to go, we're, we, we're not taking this kid. Because mm-hmm. all in all, the front office's job is to win games. I mean, it's to go out and you go and you win games and you Mm -hmm. you take the best player that will help you win games. And Brandon Miller is that player at three. I mean, you can't say that he's not if you look at his body of work in college. Mm -hmm. So it's hard for me to say that the Spurs, you know, will have the gumption to go down that same road again with Alabama and, you know, all the controversy and, Maybe will you lose another another lottery pick, and you know how that's extremely detrimental to the growth of a program, but it, yeah, he's got all the talent in the world, and it would be very hard to not take him at three. Yeah, and look, you know the Spurs, they like to maintain that squeaky clean image. You know, look at the reaction yep. they had with um, Primo. I mean, it was I mean, I still remember the day where I got the 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 alert. From the Spurs yeah. saying that they cut him, I was just shocked. So you got to consider that this team will likely 
way that. But I mean, they again, what do we just say, Jack? They took a swing on Dejounte, and he had that yep. uh, that pass that, that he's open about and being mixed up with Yangs in Seattle. So, if I'm the Spurs and if he's there, and you miss out on one or two. I think you have to take him, Jack. I think you have to, right? Uh, the the good thing is that the top of this lottery behind Scoot and Wimby is very loaded. And if you mm-hmm. don't take Brandon Miller, like you said, you got Cam Whitmore, the Thompson twins, you know, Nick Smith, Keontae George. There are guys who are just as good who can make the same impact that you could go and get, and it's not a huge deal. Mm-hmm. While I think Brandon Miller might have a little more to his game right now in terms of pro ready, I think those guys can all catch up and be just as good. So mm-hmm. you don't have to take that swing. While Brandon Miller might be the best possible option right there, you could take swings on other players and they could turn out to work just as well in your favor. So it's mm-hmm. not a huge deal if you don't go and get them. Do you, do you think he slips far in the draft? Uh, I think time will tell with, you know, what all is going to come out about this. And Yeah, I mean, the uh, the law enforcement are saying he's not, and, you yeah. know, uh, he's not a uh, suspect right now, but that could literally change overnight. So mm-hmm. we'll see. I mean, right yeah. now I would say that he might slip a couple picks, but like I said before, these guys are in the business of winning basketball games. And Brandon Miller will have will help your team do that. So yeah, look, look. Hopefully, the Spurs land number one, number two. I think everybody knows that. But can you imagine Miller in a uh, Spurs uniform mixed in with guys like Vassell and Keldon and Sohan? I mean, that that'd be a nice little quartet right there. I mean, nice. Yeah. Jeez, oh, yeah. that'd be nice. Holy smokes! And then you, Brandon Miller, automatically becomes the guy. Is that correct? I mean, does he have that kind of potential to be that? Piece yeah, he has. Right now. He has. He has the the potential to be to be the guy on the team. No doubt about mm-hmm. that. He is Jack Thompson with San Antonio Sports Star. Jack, I need you to brag about the star and your show, the Saturday Morning Hangover. How can fans tune in? What y'all got cooking over there? Yeah, Saturday Morning Hangover. You can catch me and James Pledger every Saturday from eight to ten. You can listen locally on 94.1 FM, or you can always catch us online at sasportstar.com. You can listen to that around the nation. If you don't feel like waking up early on a Saturday to hear it live, I don't blame you, but <laughs> you got to catch us later on the audio vault there at San Antonio Sports Star. You'll have me and Pledge every weekend. We're going to break down all the major sports storylines everything that's happened around the nation in all sports. We're going to, of course, hyper-focus on what's going on in our neck of the woods here in Texas. But we like to keep it, you know, simple, just like two dudes talking sports at a bar. We keep it light. We keep it fun. We always have a good time every weekend. So if that sounds like your cup of the tea, you got to tune in to the Saturday morning hangover with me and James Pleasure. It's a, it's a great time every weekend, for sure. Get, for sure. Get any, you got any uh, new sneakers on the closet yet? No, I haven't I haven't bought any sneakers here in a while, man. I've I've been uh, you know, it's a lot 
it's a lot more difficult to go spend, you know, two, three hundred dollars on a pair of shoes when you got a girlfriend. So <laughs> I haven't been able to do that quite as much these days. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, is she a sneakerhead, too? Or she's kind of like, eh, that's uh, her thing. She appreciates sneakers. I wouldn't say she's a sneakerhead, but yeah. she definitely appreciates them. Well, you got yourself a good catch there, Jack. As long as she appreciates you and doesn't stop you from doing your thing. Uh, our last guest yesterday. He's a doctor out of um, Austin, Texas. You should go see his Instagram. It's, it's Austin EM Doc. His sneaker collection is sick. Why? Because he has like a private practice. Those, you know, like those medical uh, companies that you'll see on field and an NFL game, yeah, they'll yeah. come out with the stretcher or the basketball game. He owns one of those companies. So he gets a mingle with a lot of players and football players yeah. and NBA players. And they've given him a bunch of sneakers. And his collection's sick. Like uh, okay. was it um, Miles Turner with when he was with UT, uh-huh. he gave him a pair of his UT sneakers, and he has those. He shows them off. But get this: so here's a doctor in Austin, young, you know, making bank, and he he tells yeah. me on lockdown spurs that he would give that all up if he could just run a sneaker shop. He goes, I I would give it all up right now. And just run a sneaker shop. That's how passionate he is about kicks. And he's actually trying to start his own cu- custom sneakers now. So, right. would you ever do yeah, that? I'll would you ever get into? Cu- would you ever get into custom work? Um, I mean, it's something that I've thought about doing before, but it's yeah. a lot of work. I rather, I rather buy than go through all the trouble. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. me. I mean, I, I, I am obsessed with sneakers as well. But it's never been like something that I, I've been extremely passionate about when it comes to sort of creating my own. But definitely right. cool if you got the the talent and the eye for that. I respect it oh, a lot. Sure. Just yeah. never been Absolutely. my cup of tea. Absolutely, he is again. He is Jack Thompson. Follow him on Twitter at Jack underscore Thompson thirty three, and make sure to follow Lockdown Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcast: Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes. We have our YouTube page. Go check it out. And, of course, you make your second listen, Locked On Game to Game, every highlight, every recap, everything you need to know about the NBA. Go check out Locked On Game to Game, also available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. So for Jack Thompson, I am Jeff Garcia. We're putting a lock on this episode of Locked On Spurs. (laughs) 